This is episode eight of the ADR podcast. Before I get into the main topic of the show today, I'd like to read a bit of news I found. On Monday, I talked a lot about Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I know a lot of people were concerned about how The Hunger Games would fare without one of its main actors. Well, I just read an article from Screen Crush saying that the producers of The Hunger Games want to put a digital Philip Seymour Hoffman into their movie. Now, aside from the fact that I don't think this is the right way to honor Philip Seymour Hoffman at all, the article cites a few other movies like Tron Legacy and Terminator Salvation as examples of movies where digital modeling has gone horribly wrong. When Brandon Lee died on the set of The Crow back in the 90s, they used doubles or shadowy faces or whatever to finish the movie based on the things they had already filmed. When The Crow finished when I saw it for the first time, I couldn't tell what scenes were with or without Brandon Lee, and I thought it was really impressive the way that they handled it. In this case, I think it's going to be extremely obvious when a digital Philip Seymour Hoffman steps in, and it's just... Why? This upsets me a lot more than it should. Then again, the article says that the final scene of The Hunger Games that he's needed in is apparently pivotal and really, really important to the plot. I haven't read the third book. I've heard, like, mixed things about it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I have no idea what to think. I have no idea if, you know, digital Hoffman is necessary, but I guess we'll see. The movie comes out in about a year, so... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The first film of the two movies, based on Mockingjay, comes out at the end of this year, and whichever thing Philip Seymour Hoffman digital form is going to be in will come out November 2015. This would be the perfect lead-in for a topic based on books that are split in two for movie adaptations, which I think is ridiculous. But that's not our topic today. Today I'm going to talk about movie marathons. Another Friday, another topic based on how much free time we all have this weekend. Hopefully. I hope you have lots of free time. Last week I talked about double features and triple features and movies that go well together. I feel like that's the same kind of deal here. When you watch lots of movies in a row, they better all go really well together. So if you decide to have a movie marathon, then it's usually going to be something like by the same director or similar genres or a similar series. My favorite marathon ever is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Three movies in the same series, they go together fantastically, they flow from one to the other almost seamlessly. It's great. Plus, it completely eliminates a problem that exists in most of these movies where they're adapted from a trilogy. The second movie is usually the weakest just because there's no real beginning or end. That movie is completely dependent on the movie preceding and following it. That's a problem I had with the second Hunger Games movie. It ended so abruptly that I feel like you really need the third movie immediately just to get over the fact that it ends so... not badly, but oddly. Like, you want more immediately, which will definitely sell tickets for the third one, but in terms of the movie itself, it's just not very good to end that way. But with Lord of the Rings, as soon as you finish The Two Towers now, you can just watch Return of the King immediately after. Peter Jackson has said, for that very reason, that The Two Towers was the most difficult of the three Lord of the Rings movies to write. One marathon you can have that really doesn't have that problem at all, just because of the kinds of movies they are, is Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. There are three movies that Edgar Wright directed, Edgar and Simon Pegg wrote, and then Simon Pegg and Nick Frost star in all three of them. It's a setup for all three. The way that they are, they're linked in theme, kind of, and definitely in style, because Edgar Wright is ridiculously stylish. But the plots are completely separate, so you can watch any of them individually and they'll still be completely rewarding on their own. 
But together, it's interesting to see how much the three of them have changed from Shaun of the Dead all the way through to The World's End. In addition to all three being parodies of different genres, the main character in each of them, played by Simon Pegg in all three movies, they all have to deal with things in their past and move on and become better people. So it's interesting to see these different characters deal with that in different ways in different settings. So they're separate enough that they're fun and they can stand on their own, but together they create some strange, rewarding cycle that fits together surprisingly well, given how different each of the three movies are on the surface. So what you're looking for when you organize your own movie marathon are movies that are similar in style and theme. And what I've noticed is that directors tend to have movies in their catalog that are similar in style and theme. So movies by the same director work really well. Jason Reitman, for example, Juno and Up in the Air makes for a fantastic double feature. They're completely separate in terms of plot, like one's about a teenage pregnant girl and one is about flying across the country for business. It's completely different. They work really well together, oddly enough. It's great. I already mentioned Edgar Wright and how great his movies are for double features and marathons, but Wes Anderson as well. He's a really consistent director. Two movies by Darren Aronofsky, The Wrestler and Black Swan, they were originally going to be two halves of the same movie. So when you watch Black Swan, you can think back to The Wrestler and vice versa and think about the similarities between the two. They were almost going to be the same movie which I think is fascinating, almost like how Juno and Up in the Air could be two halves of the same movie. Which brings me to my next point. Don't do a wrestler and Black Swan double feature unless you feel like you're really, really emotionally strong tonight. Because those movies are really emotionally draining on their own, I can't imagine the damage they do to your psyche together. If you're going to do a double feature or marathon, Make sure that the movies are really light so that by the end of it, in addition to being tired, you're not, like, crazy as well. My one exception to that rule would be horror movies. If you really like horror movies, then go ahead. You can probably find some fun in it. But make sure that they're lighter, more schlocky horror movies, not Silence of the Lambs and The Shining. Because the wrong horror movies in the wrong order are really going to screw you up. So don't do that. But beyond that, watch lots of movies, have lots of fun, and, again, watch them with friends, preferably. I'll see you on Monday.